Well, hey, everybody. Welcome to the Boning Soul Podcast. Thanks for joining me again. Okay, uh, so it's uh, been, again, almost three weeks again. I'm trying to get these uh, podcasts out, you know, a little, little more frequently. But again, it's, you know, it's, it's hunting season. It's holiday season. So I hope your holidays were good. Um, uh, Thanksgiving was fantastic. I had my uh, my family over. Uh, my parents were visiting from out of town, so that was good. They were here for almost a week, and uh, yeah, it was a good time, good time. So, but it's getting, you know, like super hectic with time, and 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 you know, Christmas is you know just around the corner, that kind of stuff. So, um, lucky to sweet squeeze these things in. So, my guest today actually is Blaine Swanson. Uh, he's been on before a couple times. Um, it's been like a couple of years, actually, a few years. So you have to, you have to go back into the archives uh, to um, hear hear more of his stuff, but. Um, you know, I thought we'd catch up, and uh, he has had some success this year. He's uh, shot two deer so far this year, and um, he's been grinding it out. He said he's, you know, I think we get into it talking about it. He said he's been had like maybe 40 sits or something like that. So it's a lot. I mean, the dude hunts, and it's cold up there where he is. Uh, he's he's north of me by about an hour, hour and a half, probably. And he actually moved south to there from even like way up north in Minnesota. So. Anyway, he knows cold, um, so he's uh, he's grinding it out, and uh, he's had success, so that's awesome. It was good to catch up with him. Um, you know, we get into, I don't know, just basically just the, the stories of these two deer for this year, uh, get into some other stuff about some tactics and, and, and how to set up for stuff and how we're both approaching uh, public land and dealing with uh, pressure, uh, whether, you know, and, and localized like pressure, whether pressure is high or not high. Uh, for me this year, I've noticed that there's a lot less pressure out there which is great. I think the COVID uh, spike with everyone in the woods has kind of, has gone down, at least markedly for me, I've noticed that, but he's saying he's seeing a lot of people still up where he is. So I don't know, I guess it kind of depends on your, uh, on your area. So uh, we get to talking about that. We get to talking about late season strategies. We get to talking about how we try to set up on certain trails in certain trees uh, using certain equipment um, and the challenges that come with, uh, especially up here. I don't know if, you know, guys down on the south, if this really is going to apply to a lot of you guys. Um, you know, when you walk through stuff like, you know, like trees and, and branches and twigs and everything like that. I mean, these snap like potato chips, uh, even if they're not dead. You know what I mean? And there's no cover and crunchy snow and, you know, and, and that kind of stuff. So there's uh, there's some unique challenges to hunting late season, especially up where it gets frozen and uh, and, and cold up here. So uh, we talk about all that kind of stuff. So it was, it was really good to get, get you know get get to get to pick his brain about about those kind of things, and um, yeah, just a good old uh, good old conversation. So uh, other than that, let's see what else. Uh, haven't really been out since the last time I posted, I guess. And uh, I went out yesterday actually for just a couple hours and we talked about that a little bit, but that turned into more of like a little scouting uh, midday kind of quickie bow hiking trip just to kind of get a reread of the land after some snow. Uh, I wanted to check some uh, some areas that I've been hunting uh, for, for uh, trails and, and whatnot. I bumped a couple deer where I knew there'd be deer in that area. Uh, I just uh, didn't know that I'd be bumping them, but I wasn't surprised that I bumped them. And uh, it kind of reconfirmed some things for me and f- found another couple good like, uh, uh, you know, Onyx uh, waypoints and stuff like that. So, yeah, I mean, it wasn't a <clears throat> it wasn't a total total loss. So uh, not that it's a loss, but it was, uh, you know, I didn't I saw deer, but I wasn't I wasn't actually really I was more going to go kind of still hunt ground hunt kind of thing. And uh, I ended up with a couple new trees and trail setups that uh, I didn't know existed there. So every time every time you learn something new. So anyway. Uh, that's really it. If you guys are kind of grinding out still through uh, through late season, like I said, it's December 
26th as I'm recording this intro. We recorded the podcast last night. So it's it's freaking cold, man. Um, I am heading up uh, heading up again uh, up north to go muzzleloader hunting tomorrow on Wednesday and uh, hopefully uh, get, you know, get another deer. Um, I have no shame in using a firearm. Um, been, you know, uh, I, I like I like meat. I like shooting deer. I like uh, I, I like I like meat in the freezer. So if I can go and um, and do that with a uh, with a muzzle loader, and uh, you know, hopefully you know have have a better chance of uh, bringing something home, I definitely will. So uh, I lo- love shooting the muzzle loader. It's you know it's like a modern inline kind of thing. It's not old school like flintlock or anything like that. But um, I still love shooting it. It's a lot of fun. So I got all my stuff prepped. I'm gonna you know head out early in the morning and uh, we'll see what happens. So anywho, uh, that's it. Uh, not a lot much more to uh, to update you guys on. So, like I said, hope your late seasons are going great. Uh, be safe out there. In, in all, it's still firearm season, muzzleloader season, so wear your orange. Don't get shot. And uh, <laughs> I guess with that said, here is my interview with Blaine Swanson. Ah, oh, never fails. All right. Well, at least we're only like two minutes into this or four minutes into this mm-hmm. instead of uh, like an hour. 30 or whatever. Yeah. yeah. All right, when this thing starts going. Da, 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 da. Okay, it says recording. All right, okay. All right. <laughs> Blaine Swanson. Okay, we're going to do this again. This is, uh, luckily, we only lost about five minutes of this. Some weird crap was happening with uh, with Skype here in our connection. And um, luckily, we weren't too far into this. Um, and we had just kind of, we can gloss over this real quick. But, you know, I asked you, you know, you know where you were and you, you just recently moved from you know up 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 north you know super cold minnesota down to more central minnesota bought your first house and yeah. um i think we'd started talking about your entry into uh in, into traditional um yeah which by the way if if you guys are listening uh, it's just like blaine's like third time on the show here so if you want to go back and kind of listen to more of a story there's you know two two other previous episodes but um you know, we wanted to do like a quick little recap kind of thing. And I think we had just got done asking, I, I done, we done talking about, you know, what, what is it about traditional that, um, that lured you to it? Cause you were, you know, you grew up hunting, had, you were a compound hunter and mm-hmm. then like last six years, you kind of made the switch. And, uh, I think that's kind of where we, where we left off the conversation and you were saying there was some sort of intangible and we couldn't really pinpoint what the intangible was yeah. that, that you were missing with a compound. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I would say it's like, uh, to go, go back into this conversation now. Um, I had a second to think about when, <laughs> when we're going through all that crap, but, um, but yeah, I don't know if it's like, uh, well, I've always told people cause there, I've had a couple buddies that were, um, they are compound archers, you know, and they're kind of interested in it. And I've told them and, and a few other people that it just takes, I think it takes a different type of person to be a traditional archer. And that's not like saying that, you know, if you're not that type of person, you're like, you're bad or anything, but it just takes, um, like a different mindset and a different, um, I don't know. Some people just don't want to, you know, aren't, aren't meant for it. Um, and I think it's just like this, uh, this sounds kind of, uh, I don't know, but this this primal i guess you could call it like a primal calling or something i don't know like mm-hmm. uh i don't know that's kind of the best way i would describe it it's like um i don't know it's just like this primal thing that you uh 
this primal void that you um feel and then when you start shooting a recurve or a longbow that void is like filled or something i don't know but that's probably yeah i'm not i'm not sure either um yeah i think uh you know, when we caught out last time, I was rambling mm-hmm. on about how I was out today for a little bit for a couple hours and mm-hmm. I was it just happened to be thinking about the same thing, you know, um, and it, it's that intangible thing or like some 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 weapons you want to go afield with and it just kind of feel better in your hand than others. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like if, you, if you're going to be walking around um in my case you're more successful you know bow hiking right <laughs> it's like you know I'd, I'd, I'd still rather have this than something else now yeah um that doesn't mean i don't hunt with other stuff right i mean i'm, mm-hmm. I'm going muzzle loader here uh wednesday I'll take wednesday yep. off and go do that uh shot my one tiny little baby deer this year with a, with a 30 hot six you know mm-hmm. um but and, and 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 those those experiences kind of like fit like those weapons, right? I'm like, okay, yeah. it's almost like when you put your mind to like, okay, I'm rifle hunting, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, well then that's that's what that fits, right? The rifle mm-hmm. hunting thing fits. Um, yep. If I'm going muzzleloader, same deal. Um, but I was walking around today, like I said, and you know, you get to walk around, you get to stump shoot a little bit, you get to drag yep. your bow around places. And, um, you know, I, I sold my compound a couple of years ago and you know, like, like truth be told, I still, I still like, if it, if it would ever come back up again on consignment, I would probably buy it back just to have it. Um, mm-hmm. because it's, it's one I've kind of like semi built myself, you know, and like custom camoed and this, that, and the other, such a sweet shooter, you know, but, right. um, I know that, you know, and I might even go squirrel hunting with it. I don't know, but, um, it, it's not one that I like pine for every day, you know what I mean? But when I come home every day, I come down to the basement in my little hovel hole here and I, and I, I, I pick up my bows and gaze at them lovingly and, you know, shoot like a quiver full of arrows, you know, yep. um, yep. it's, it's just, uh, it's, it's just a different, diff, different, I don't know, mindset. I don't want to say lifestyle. Like it's a little too like, you know, yeah. over the top for me as cliche. far as that goes, but yeah. you know, yeah, cliche, but, um, yeah, yeah so, um, I, I guess, you know, like, like, so you, you had, you, you've had success with it, uh, I mm-hmm. guess, I don't know, relatively early, right? I mean, you, yeah. last year you kind of got skunked, but this year you're on a roll, the previous years you've shot stuff. I mean, how, mm-hmm. how quickly did you find success? Um, I think it was my second year. My first year was a little rough. Um, I think I missed three deer, um, that year, but my second year was, yeah, my second year was, was when it started coming together a little bit more um yeah i think i shot i shot a a buck and a bear the first or the second year second year that's right that was the bear year i forgot that yeah yep it's actually literally hanging on my wall right now i'm looking at it um was that the first animal you shot with it you shot the bear before the deer right yep yep cool yeah i shot that yeah i shot that bear in september so opening day of bear season so yeah yeah that's awesome i want to go bear hunting but i want to do it uh you know i mean no no shame i want to do it the easy way for the first couple of times you know mm-hmm. like go sit on oh, a yeah. bait you know outfit or somewhere in alberta somewhere i don't know whatever mm-hmm. you know, manitoba I go one of the, one of those places and um you know a chip shot 10 12 yard kind of thing yeah absolutely yeah <laughs> you yeah you know no. what i mean i have no shame yeah. in that but no uh, no shame that's pretty at all sweet you got that 
Yeah, yeah. No shame at all in shooting one over bait. I mean, especially, you know, like you say, up in Canada or even here in Minnesota, it's kind of the the only way to do it. It's just so thick, you know, such thick vegetation and stuff. It's like if you tried spotting and stalking one, it'd be pretty rough. I mean, might be a little different in areas where there's really like crazy high populations where they're like walking logging roads and stuff. But yeah, but yeah, no, there's no shame no shame in shooting a bear over bait. Do you I run into think. a lot of bears? I mean, you're, you're not quite as up north anymore, but I mean, yeah. do you run into a lot of bears? See a lot of bear sign? Because I've I've never seen a bear, uh, you know, like in real life in the woods, basically. Really? Down here. Uh, I'm, I'm okay. southwest of the Twin Cities, right? So yeah, um, yep. I've never run into one. Uh, occasionally, you get a picture of one, you know, that makes the the newspaper or something like that. One running across mm-hmm. like a major highway. Uh, hell, we had a uh, we had a mountain lion running across, you know, a major highway here. Mm-hmm. But I've never actually seen one, uh, you know, on the hoof. Yeah, no, yeah, there's, uh, yeah, I've seen quite a few bears. Um, one I had, uh, I think it was opening day. This is a while back, but might have been actually that first year I hunted with a stick bow. But uh, I had one walk by me at like, I mean feet um, oh just, really yeah just randomly i just got out of my stand in the morning and i heard something coming and yeah there's a, a smaller i don't know probably 150 pound bear that walked like i mean literally like five feet oh, had Jesus, no clue i was there i would have shit my pants sorry but... <laughs> right god damn well i don't know yeah it's it's bears are weird um i i they're kind of I've never, I've run into probably, you know, while I was out in the woods, I've, I've come across probably 10 or 12 of them. Um, and all were pretty close quarters like that. And I've never felt, um, scared or anything of them. The only time I've ever felt worried about (laughs) my life was, uh, I was, um, actually running a a camera for my brother-in-law. He had a, a bear tag and we wanted to get it on video um i don't think i ever even hit record because but um <laughs> but yeah so i was sitting with him and uh we actually had a sow with uh two cubs or maybe three cubs and they would you know they would not leave the bait and uh kept running other bears off and stuff and uh i think we've seen five or six bears that night and um oh yeah yeah i mean he's he's had that bait in that same spot for a long time and uh him and my my sister actually she shot i think six or seven bears herself um they every time they draw a tag you know and everything and hunt they see upwards of like 20 they have like 20 different bears hitting that thing no kidding yeah i mean i had 13 hitting that bait that i had the only year i really seriously hunted bears but yeah but yeah um but yeah that sow she just would not she did not like us being there she was popping her teeth the whole time and all that and um yeah it was pretty scary um actually getting down in the dark at last light because she was probably 10 feet from the ladder stand and uh yeah she was not happy and uh those cubs were actually sitting in the in the bait barrel the whole time oh, and we geez. had to walk between the bait barrel and uh her so it oh wasn't, no way yeah it was uh interesting i had uh my brother-in-law's yeah, no, no i had my brother-in-law's uh 44 magnum 
and he had his bow and uh I was I walked out backwards with a headlamp on so, but thankfully she didn't charge but yeah it was interesting but other than that I mean like I said I've had I've had one I guess uh actually um when I was this is a while ago too um I had one I was checking uh our mailbox at my parents place and uh, this is when I still lived at home. I was probably like 18 or something. And actually, one popped out of the ditch right behind the mailbox and bluff charged me. No um, shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was coming in hot, but he put the brakes on in about 15 yards. But he he that one didn't like me either. So, no. But other than that, uh, it's I've never really I mean, I've had him pretty darn close like that. And I've never really felt too much concern the only thing i spook when i come out of my house here is like a rabbit or something you know what i mean right um and right. i actually shot i actually shot one uh behind behind my house with, oh yeah with that's the, awesome with, with that asl you know mm-hmm. i was i was actually on my way to the range uh, oh yeah the outdoor range that morning and uh i came out and of course i, I, I spooked one or whatever and like i'm in like a subdivision right i really shouldn't be right. making arrows but i'm like now screw this I, <laughs> I mean i was literally putting the shit in my car um getting ready to this is over the this is over the summer right right yeah so um i guess it could it, it could technically be counted as a nuisance right right yep. um yeah yep. so illegal to shoot i'm like eh, i don't know it's a gray area but okay and <laughs> right. um so i'm like i got my bow right here i'm before i go to the so anyway i, I whacked yeah. one and yep. uh, so that was my first kill with the uh <laughs> with, with the hill that's bow awesome. that's awesome <laughs> yeah they're a hoot to, hoot to hunt um I I used to hunt the snowshoes up north. We had a lot of snowshoeers up there, and they are always man, they're a blast. But yeah, it's yeah, stuff I, love I, I, I like hunting rabbits. I love I love hunting squirrels. You know. Oh so, yeah. You know, and and that and that's been that's been my like success so far with stick bows is mm-hmm. you know squirrels. Uh, I think I'm up. I think this year, including yeah, so this year it's like five. Yeah, five oh, squirrels, wow. one, one rabbit, uh, raccoon uh that was down in florida mm-hmm. and um it, yeah so that's awesome and, and, and like really really close but i mean yeah so i'm having success on the small things but i'm actually right. I'm, like, I'm year five on trying to put one through a deer i mean it's just really Dang, frustrating yeah that is you frustrating know. yeah uh, but no nah, man stick it out you'll it'll happen I, I know. I, I don't even know what's going to happen this year because I'm basically it's it's almost uh, like I said, I went out for a couple hours today and then, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not going to have any other time to go between work and, you know, like uh, Christmas and, and everything else. You know what I mean? There's just there's just no time. Yeah. Um, and, you know, seat time is everything. So but so, so how about you? I mean, like this year, I mean, how, how much how much seat time have you got? I mean, you, you see you getting out a lot. Yeah, um, I pretty much get out every weekend, and then, uh, oh man, I don't know. Usually, seems like once a one sit a week too. Um, I've sat probably, oh man, mm, forty sits probably this year, or so. Oh my God, really? Yeah, thirty or forty sits. I don't know. Holy quite a few. moly! But yeah, well, when you think about the how many uh, deer I've seen versus how many sits I've had, it's not it's not as glamorous as it sounds. So yeah, but uh, yeah, I don't know. It's been been a pretty rough year again. But the couple opportunities I've had, I've managed to pull it off. But, but yeah. yeah. So we we were talking before we started recording here. So I mean, 
I've I've had I'm gonna say maybe eight, maybe ten, maybe in between eight and ten, depending, you know, how many hours or whatever, like actual like real sits this year, which was more than I had last year. Um, and I'm talking when I mean that, I mean like go in mid afternoon, sit till dark, or uh, you know, a couple times go in before dark, you know, do a morning hunt kind of thing. And I'm 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 batting about fifty percent, you know, which I'm 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 kind of pretty pretty proud of that because I've had deer relatively close but i'm literally like three or four trees off and i'm kind of targeting these areas i'm I'm kind of you know figuring everything out i'm figuring out uh you know trails hot sign um you know which what buck is is cruising where and, and i can i can kind of put the whole kind of puzzle together like what this deer is doing what the does are doing and whatever and um mm-hmm. and, and just kind of sit on you know uh, kind of kind of travel paths or exit paths as you know usually on an evening sit kind of thing and i you yeah. know i haven't even like last year i scouted a bunch and i probably have i don't know i probably had like 20 different pins like new pins i put on onyx i probably haven't visited any of those um i probably visited like yeah. three of them this year just okay. because i've gotten kind of closer and closer and closer but i've i've just kind of run out of time to be able to sit and do it you know but yeah. these deer are doing exactly what i think they're going to be doing they're just like you know, if there's a trail like like five yards apart, they're they're on the they're on the other side of that trail, <laughs> or they come from where um, I think they're gonna go and they and they veer slightly left or slightly right and they're behind brush and like three times I've had mm-hmm. that happen where they're under 15 yards, I can see them, I can watch them, I can hear them, I can smell them, and I can't mm-hmm. get a shot at them, and I'm yeah. like, man, you know, do I count this as a win? You know, you try to make yourself feel better. <laughs> like I count this as a win. They did what I, you know, I I figured it out. I'm there. But yep. I still didn't get the shot. You know what I mean? So, right. I don't know. Yep. It's it's but it's it's still it's still fun. And yeah, you know the thoughts are like, man, if I had a compound, I could sneak it through that little hole from 22 yards away. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you, yep. You, yep. You know, that's at least at least you think you can. That's what you tell yourself. You know, but um, right. Exactly. I don't know. So Definitely. all right. So so let's let's walk through these. Um, let's walk through these uh, th- these deer for this year for you then um mm-hmm. now you, first of all you're still shooting a widow right you're still shooting that pma yep yep yeah i've been uh been a big fan of of the black widows for a while now um since pretty much since i got that first one um i think in 20, 20 2019 um so the I one had, i shot you the, when, when we met up at that rapids archery shoot right is do you still have yeah. that one is that the same one or is that a different one no that's a different one um okay. that one was a that one was a green leaf this one i've had proud to say i've had the same bow for over a year now um which that's never a, used that's, to be that's, a, that's uh yeah you were a boho oh i was bad i think i had like 20 <laughs> different bows in one year or something ridiculous <laughs> but yeah no i i've i've settled on uh this black widow pma pretty much um i have some other bows but but yeah it's a pma 62 inch and uh gray bark so yeah i really like it it's been awesome yeah those, those are sweet I'd, I'd never shot one um until you let me shoot yours that one time and i'm like oh mm-hmm. okay i get it you know it's yeah. uh it felt smoother than uh you know, I think I was like a 52 pound or something like that at that, mm-hmm. that one. And it felt yep. smoother than that, you know, but then you always like, like, you ever try someone's bow? You're like, oh, this feels like way easier to pull than, than I think it right. is, right? Because it's like, literally, it's like the honeymoon, not even a honeymoon stage, yeah. it's like pre-honeymoon, it's like hookup stage, right? Right. And exactly. then, yeah. And then, you know, you get shooting it for a while, like, oh no, it's, it's, 
you know, it's like every other yep. bow. It, it's, it's, it's a just bow. Heavy. It's a bow. <laughs> yep, exactly. Yep. No, I get that for sure. Yeah, no, I mean, they're, you know, I, I consider Black Widow like a 30-06. It's like the jack-of-all-trades, master of none, or, you know, it's just a, they're just a good all-around bow. Yeah. Um, there's like, they're just, they're not the fastest, but they're still fast, and they're, you know, they're really smooth, I think. And, yeah, I just, I just love them. So, but yeah, I think their mass um, tends to. Uh, oop, you still there? Yep. Okay. I think their mass uh, tends to. Uh, what the hell happened here? Hold on. There we go. Sorry, my computer did something weird. I unplugged it okay. from the power. Yeah. And uh, it, um, <coughs> it screen went black. So anyway. Uh oh. Um, what I was saying, oh, yeah, I, th- I think, you know, bet- between their mass, especially that PMA, mm-hmm. um, and it's, you know, cut past center or, cut, uh, yeah, past center, right? Yep. And, yep. I mean, you can just, you know, just, just lob whatever you want, you know. Oh, yeah. All, Super. Almost center, center shot, you know what I mean? Super mm-hmm. forgiving as far as that goes and stuff. So, yeah, um, I was, yeah, I was, I was pretty impressed with it. But, um, yeah, so you've had that bow for over a year. Uh, you're yep. pretty well acquainted with it, basically. Oh, and then. Um, so your the, the season, like when did, did, did you, did you get going early? Are we able to get out early? Like right from the get go? Yeah. Yep. I went out, uh, right from opening day and then, um, really, man, I'm trying to think it was slow again. You know, I didn't see much. Um, I think, man, that first one I shot might only been, no, no, wait, I take that back. I, I had a really close encounter on the second day of the season so sunday uh with a a doe and two yearlings and i was set up it was raining i think and uh i was set up pretty low which i have been hunting low lately but that was the first time i sat low ever like that low like how low six six feet okay and uh just just for cover or or like what, um you know? yeah just for cover yep where okay yep but uh i did not realize that i couldn't get away with as much movement because just so i was kind of on uh the down a downhill slope and this deer came in from uh the side hill actually or these deer and uh she ended up busting me because I didn't see her until the last minute or them, I guess until the last minute. And, uh, they were already right on top of me and she caught me moving. Um, so was she like pretty much like eye level with you then at that point? Yeah. Like yeah, she's on a hill and you're on a downhill. Yeah. Yep. That's what I'm trying to say. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So that did not work out. Um, she did the whole head bob thing and those, those ones are tough, dude, because like, oh. I like I like setting up on those kind of things or even kind of like a gully or whatever and, mm-hmm. and you're looking down. But like if they're coming, you know, let's say you kind of set up like on a little gully and looking across the ditch. Well, if they're coming up on the other side of the ditch, kind of looking at you, you're still eye level with them. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you think you're yeah. like super high, you know, you could be like super high, like looking down one side. But on the other side, you you can damn near like hop to the ground. Exactly. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <You> exactly. <know? laughs> yep. Yeah. And I'm I'm pretty sure those deer were bedded on kind of on that side hill actually not very far from me yeah um so that's what what happened there but yeah um sorry my throat is super dry lately 
Or take a swig. <sighs> Taking a swig of my vodka crayon here. Nice. Yep. Good old T.O.'s. Um, but yeah, and then, uh, man, you know, I don't know. Do you consider seeing a deer when you when you bump one on the way in? I don't count those ones myself, but. Um, okay, so yes and no. Yeah. If, if I, like today, I knew, like I was kind of still hunting, right? And I was purposely mm-hmm. kind of trying to get the lay of the land again after some snow, um, mm-hmm. trying to get kind of fresh fresh sign because i hadn't been there in like a, you know week and a half two weeks or whatever yep. and i knew that they were going to be in a certain like bedding area but that area was maybe i don't know i'm terrible i don't know maybe like several hundred yards by several hundred yards you know what i mean right and when i did bump them it was like okay i, I expected that uh so in that case yes but if i'm just like randomly walking and all of a sudden it's like whoa <laughs> i don't expect you to pop up mm-hmm. here you know, what the hell were you doing here? You're not supposed to be here. You're supposed to be, you know, somewhere else where, right. Um, then no, I don't have those ones. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, seen a few like that bumping them on the way in and stuff, but, um, I don't know if I remember right this, I mean, my memory is already going bad and I'm only, I'm young yet, but, um, it was pretty warm early season, wasn't it? I mean, like, in the, the first week or two of October, if I, if I remember correctly, it was pretty warm. First week, we got, like, a little warm spell. Because yeah. it, got, it got cold a little bit before that, and then it went <coughs> into the 60s again. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, if I remember, it is pretty warm, and, and um, it was pretty slow for me. Um, my I mean, even though I've managed to be successful this year, it's been the ones I've the animals I've been successful and I've been, <laughs> I don't know. I've just been able to capitalize. It's just worked out on the limited, you know, opportunities I've had, but, um, but yeah, then it was, man, what day was that? October 11th, I think. Um, I think that was the day it was. Um, I, so I have, you know, where I'm at, you can shoot, uh, two antlerless deer and one buck Well, it's one buck statewide, but, um, so I had two antlerless tags and, um, I was going to fill one, whether like if, if it, I didn't care what it was, if it was small, big, whatever, um, I was going to fill a tag that night. And I think it was a Thursday after work. I, I ended up getting off work at like two o'clock or something. We finished up a job <clears throat> a little early and I was able to get out a few hours and, um, you know, ran home, grabbed my stuff, and uh, took a shower and all that, and got out there. And this is a spot, so I actually, sh- uh, not to jump ahead too far, but I ended up taking both deer in the sa- out of the same chunk of public this year. Um, and it's a little ways from my house. It's like 40 minutes or something, but um, it's a pretty unique little area. Kind of, uh, well, you get, you have a lot of it down there, kind of prairie grass and, yep. you know, all that stuff. Um, just a really pretty spot, creek running through it and all that stuff is really pretty spot. But, um, so yeah, it was in the evening and, excuse me, I had a cough. <coughs> I've been dealing with a head cold here lately, so forgive me for that. But, uh. Yeah, so I was able to get out, 
Um, I think I got out there like 3.30, had my mobile tree stand and all that. And um, I think I saw, I bumped a couple on the way in. They're out in this like six foot tall prairie grass stuff that they have broadcast seated out there. And um, yeah, so that, that is actually a crucial part of this little story. So normally they mow a couple lanes um, through that tall prairie grass. Um, I've hunted this spot for, I think, even before I moved down here, I hunted there a few times. And um, so this, this public land, there's a creek running around the middle of it. Um, there's like a block of woods on the north side and a block of woods on the south side <coughs> with, uh, you know, trees along that whole creek bottom all the way through. Um, it's all surrounded by crop fields. And um, on the north and south side of that creek, uh, kind of between those blocks of timber, there's uh, this tall prairie grass. And um, normally they mow it around the perimeter kind of along that creek bottom and stuff and um they hadn't done that until probably a couple days before this so it kind of created a new um edge you know kind of transitionary which i kind of want to talk about (coughs) um but yeah so i knew like it's funny because that that morning i knew i was probably going to be able to get out and, um, you know, early season, I had kind of been, um, hunting pretty close to, <coughs> sorry, pretty close to, uh, easy, you know, just easy access spots that I could get to quick. But the problem was everybody else was doing that too. Yeah. Um, and so that morning when I knew I'd probably get a chance to go out that afternoon, I was like, man, I'm, I'm going in to this big block of timber, you know, and I'm going to like go set up right kind of deeper in there towards the middle of it and, you know, get away from people and whatever. How, how far, how far in is this? <coughs> um, probably a quarter mile. Okay. Maybe a little more, maybe a half a mile almost. Not too bad. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is, to be you know in all honesty this spot is like there's all of it is pretty easy access um you know it's not like it's it's all pretty easy access um but it is a pretty big chunk you know um it's several hundred acres but so you gotta you know if you want to you can get away from people if you do a little bit of walking but um you know it's not like um you know, you can walk out the other side pretty quickly too. Yeah. But, uh, so then I, I noticed that, that, um, there was a lane that they'd mowed through the middle of this prairie grass and I knew they'd mowed the edge of it kind of along that Creek bottom perimeter, you know? (coughs) And, um, sorry, I keep coughing, man. (laughs) Oh man, it's bad. I got a tickle in my throat. Um, you want to like, you want to like stop and take a swig or you want Ah, no, it's fine. But, um, but yeah, so I knew that would kind of create an edge and I knew those deer would be traveling, traveling it. Cause they, uh, you know, anytime, it seems like anytime, I don't know if you've noticed this, but it seems like anytime there's anything new, mm-hmm. um, 
the deer have to like they have to investigate it but i don't know if you've ever noticed that not doesn't really stand out no <coughs> or, not, or not that i've noticed anyway but okay yeah um yeah i don't know it seems like uh anytime there's like a disturbance or anything you know like that i yeah. don't know but but Just, yeah so they get a new new read on their uh on their environment basically yeah yeah it's yeah. like they're just yeah. i don't know if they're curious or if it's that or what but um but yeah it's just something they they gotta seems like they gotta go check it out it's like up north there's always uh a lot of a lot of logging going on and um that's like the spot to be if there's a new fresh clear cut that's the spot to be because those deer just love going out there and checking it out i don't know why there'll be uh you know herds of deer out there while there's you know equipment running and stuff i remember going out with my dad and seeing that all the time um yeah because those bastards know that they can't do anything you know mm-hmm. so they're like oh yeah it's no just i mean just like here with like like farmers you know what i mean yeah. like yep exactly <laughs> the tractors yep, in the exactly. field and hay baler and all that stuff like though like like feet away from this thing but then like you step into the into the tree line you know from 200 yards away and they're gone yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. yep yeah, but so I knew they'd be traveling that, so I was like, well, I'm kind of ditching my plan of uh, going in further, and uh, bumped a couple on the way in, I think, out in that tall grass, and then, um, so I was kind of set up on this, uh, <clears throat> I walked to the edge of that tree line, the edge of that creek bottom, you know, there's trees, you know, the whole way, and I knew from uh, past experience that there was kind of a bend in the creek and it kind of created a corner um that the deer would you know kind of come out there under that prairie grass and um between that and then that mode lane it was like kind of a double <coughs> kind of a double whammy sorry i keep coughing man um but I, th- I so, think we've cured t- tuberculosis at this point, dude. You know, maybe we can, <laughs> you know, we're, well, this isn't like 1902 or something, you know, so. Apparently not. <laughs> you can I get that I... checked out, you know. <laughs> right. I don't know if I got, I don't know what, something, but, um, <laughs> but yeah, so I knew it was like a double, you know, kind of like a two, two edged sword there. I kind of had yeah. two things going for me and, um. So I got set up, uh, there actually was only one tree on that corner and it was just a big old, uh, oak tree and it was like 20 yards from that corner. And then it was about 15 yards from that mode lane. <coughs> wow. And, um, I'm dying over here <laughs> and, uh, I normally don't talk this much all at once. That's probably why. Um, but yeah, so got set up, um, I think I was three sticks high, so three full length, you know, 24 inch sticks, or no, 30, whatever those are, 32 yeah, inch 30, sticks. Yeah. Um, so what, I was probably, I don't know, 14 feet up or something. Yeah. And, um, you know, pretty uneventful night. And then right at last light, <clears throat> um, I see this deer coming down this mode lane right to me. 
and uh, it definitely looked a lot bigger than, you know, first sight. It definitely looked a lot bigger than what it ended up being, but, uh, yeah. you know, I, like I said. Oh, I know that I, feeling, brother. Trust me. Oh, man, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was, there was some ground shrinkage on it. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I was like, you know, like I said before, I was determined to, if I, if I saw something and had an opportunity, it was getting an arrow sent at it. So, um, but yeah, it ended up making a, a left turn and, uh, coming right into that corner in that creek bottom. <coughs> wow. And, um, yeah, came right into, uh, I think it was a 17 yard shot, um, quartering to me a little bit and, um, I'm shooting those uh, white traditional only bearable arrows. Yeah. And um, it was it was last light. It was like ten minutes before legal last legal light. Um. But you know it was kind of it was pretty shaded in there and it was getting pretty low light. And um. Yeah, I'll tell you those those white arrows are pretty awesome. Um, it took me a while to get used to them, but I'm pretty well sold on them now. Um, just for, uh, like watching them fly kind of thing or. Yeah. Between that and then, uh, I'm a gapper, so it just makes aiming like in low light, like 10 times easier. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, so I, I, you know, at 17 yards, I'm pretty much instinctive. Um, but I kind of, you know, picked a spot and uh let her rip and yeah got a zipped an arrow right through it and uh i knew it wasn't a buck you know um it was a doe i knew that but uh wow i'm dying over here man wow that's bad um but yeah full pass through um which isn't a surprise because that deer was uh well Go ahead and take a guess at what what you think it weighed. That first well, one. it was definitely bigger than like <laughs> the little uh, Chihuahua that I shot. So, <laughs> oh man, uh, no, I don't know about that. It, I, you mean what did it weigh on the hoof? Yeah, yeah. What do you think it weighed on the uh, hoof? I don't know. Probably after you got it, gutted it, maybe ninety pounds. Oh, not even that. No. Really? <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> it was like sixty-five pounds. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah, it was a little guy. Um which I was kind of uh I was almost ashamed to post a picture of it, but I was like, ah, screw it, whatever. It's, ah, screw it's it, reality. Whatever, I don't care. Yep. 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 Me me too. I kinda had that quick little thought like, Oh man, I just shot a button buck with <laughs> right. like yep. size of a house dog, you know, but I'm like, you know what, <laughs> fuck it, I don't care. I'm Yep. You know. Exactly. Yeah, I was still proud of it. But but yeah, I mean no surprise that I got passed through with it. I mean um, actually, I think I've, both deer I've shot this year, uh, I actually hit the shoulder blade on them. Um, Did you? Yeah. See, uh, I, I don't have an excuse because mine was through a scope, okay? <laughs> right, so exactly. I, but, <laughs> but, 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 but here's point, the thing. But. Here's the thing. This I, may, Maybe, I don't know, maybe this in some, like, reverse kind of way adds some cred. It's been so long. So I re, I, it's been so long. Like, I don't really shoot through scopes, right? And a lot, and yeah. most of the times if I go rifle hunting, I'm taking my old, like, mill serps, right? So they're, like, tiny, yeah. like, iron sights, you know. Um, right. You know, they're, they're meant to, you know, like, like 
you know, hit, uh, hit the enemy at like 300 meters, you know, for, you know, for yeah. all the Russia kind of thing. Right. So, um, <laughs> looking through a scope, I'm like, Oh, it looks like a medium sized doe, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, but until yep. like th- the mom th- that's twice the size steps out, you're like, Oh, okay. <laughs> all right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Oh yep. man. Yeah. But, but yeah, and then I'm shooting 58 pounds on a 60, 600 grain arrow. So, Oh Jesus. Um, yeah, so um, zipped right through it, stuck it like literally. That arrow has like a foot in the in the dirt. It was pretty ridiculous. But wow, yeah. <laughs> but how long um, did it, how long did it go? How how far did it go? Forty five or fifty, about fifty yards. Um, fifty yards, yeah. Just yeah. topped over. Yep. Yeah, I took out. You know, the the heart kind of nestles in between the lungs, <laughs> and um, I took out the top of the heart and both lungs. I hit everything oh so. perfect yeah yeah so. yeah it was a good deal so quick what are you what are you using up. for broadhead vpa three blades um i've oh, been using okay. those for three years i think now and they've been pretty awesome so so i ordered some um from i don't know i just bought them off uh you know one of the, the facebook groups or whatever um and they got here and it's something i'd never even thought about and yeah i'm like oh i don't like this i don't like the sight picture you know, I put oh, it really? on, I was going to, yeah, I was, you know, and because um, I'm, I'm so used to kind of clocking and practicing and shooting like these, these two blades, you know, mm-hmm. and yep. I set them up. So they're like dead horizontal. Cause that's just the side picture I like, right. When I put the three blades on. I'm like, Oh, I do not like the side picture. It was just messing with my mind. It was one more thing to kind of think about. Mm-hmm. So I had to sell them. I'm like, no, I'm just going to stick to two blades. Really? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I really wanted to shoot a three, three blade VPA, you know, and then I got, yeah. I got some of those like tooth of the arrow ones too, you know, yep. um, that they sent me and stuff. Well, they sent everybody. Right. I mean, yeah. Um, oh yeah. There's yep. like a billion reviews on there. Like here's a free yep. of broadheads, make a YouTube video. Okay, sure. Yep. Um, and uh, those are four blade, and I didn't like that either. Like the, the broadhead's great, but yeah. the um, the side picture, I just it just I didn't care for it. Okay, yeah, yeah. So you're using the the broadhead to to kind of aim off of. <sighs> Not really. I'm bit. more I'm more looking at yeah. It's just it's just all part of the um, mm-hmm. the sight picture. I don't really I'm not really like gapping. Yeah. Um, and I'm more really looking at the front of the arrow, but. Uh, like the insert, you know, the end of the shaft. Yep. But I'm still seeing the broadhead out there. It's just, and yeah, it's just the fact that it's like, I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know. It just, just throws it off. I just, mm-hmm. I just like looking at a horizontal, like, uh, you know, horizontal sight picture with the, with, with, with the two blade, you know, I don't know. Yeah, no, I get that for sure. Yeah. Um, hey, guess... one, one, one thing, um, I, I, before, um, let, let me don't let me we can come back to this but don't let me forget mm-hmm. it those white arrows i want to come back to those white arrows when you finish your story here don't let me forget that mm-hmm. yeah um yeah so i mean that was pretty pretty much it though um 50 yards okay. and down um pretty that's the one thing i so talking about three blades i don't i don't think I'll, i don't know i love three blades um shooting these vpas they have left some pretty incredible blood trails um <coughs> yeah i mean you can't me. deny that i mean they're, they're they certainly, yeah certainly leave a pretty devastating uh you know they they do because to me um it's kind of the like this vpa i'm, I'm literally have one in my hand right now um it's kind of the best of both worlds like uh three I'm, to I'm one touching up a, 
Mikey right now, so go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> if yeah, you hear so, any kind of str- like 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 strokes in the background, I'm, uh, I'm, right. I'm, I'm touching them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't know. I mean, they're you know, they're kind of a a longer. These VPAs are kind of a longer, like three to one ish. Yeah. Uh, ratio, but they're they're three blades, so you have more cutting surface. Um. And just another blade, you know. Um, I've shot. Um, let me think. I think I've only shot two animals with a two blade. Um, I think they're both cutthroat single bevels, and they work great. You know, I'm no no issue with them. But yeah, I don't know. I just really like these uh, three blades. They've been. I think it's just so. you know confidence and uh, you know just. Just preference and confidence, you know what I mean? I mean, there's they're they're all gonna do the job, I think. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So but I yeah. was saying, um, you you mentioned those white arrows, right? Mm-hmm. Um, what what do you think? What do you see? I don't like anything white, including feathers, on my bow. Yeah. Right, because um, you always hear stories about people winging shots, you know, like past legal light or at dusk or whatever if you're walking out mm-hmm. um you know and, I, and i'm always always walking in and out in the dusk with if even if i can see like full moon whatever i've got a yep. headlamp on okay yep um i just i don't even like white fletchings because i don't want some some yahoo uh seeing a little clump of white you know that looks like you know the, the, the ass end of a deer going through yeah. behind you know you know 60 yards you know behind some brush somewhere and you know, taking a shot kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you think that's a concern at all for you? I mean, for not just people with the arrows, but I mean, with, with anything like that? Uh, I don't know. I haven't really had anything like that happen. Um, honestly, I've had more kind of dangerous encounters with pheasant hunters than anything. Really? But yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but pheasant yeah, hunters that, are usually like in the open, open kind of fields, right? I mean, uh, I don't know. Around here, they seem to kind of push into the woods a little bit too, especially later in the season when the birds are kind of in that like perimeter cover. Yeah. Um, I've actually had a couple people shoot pretty close, uh, in my direction a couple times, um, which wasn't very fun. No, I've I've had that happen with twenty two. Um, oh for, yeah. Uh, if, if they're if they're shooting small Squirrels. game, um, we as you know, there's there is a um, uh, not to racially profile, but there is a population of people out here um, that don't really yeah. follow and or read or can read English the the laws, or if they do, they don't really follow them. Um, uh-huh. And um, I've had some encounters on some land where it's like it says no single projectiles right mm-hmm. and these dudes are out there uh in the pop pop popping with uh with 22s you know mm-hmm. what i mean yep. and uh it's that's them like you know then you don't want to go confront them because i'm sitting there with a bow in my hand and these <laughs> dudes are you know what i mean and i don't think they're yep. bad people as far as right. like, they're not gonna do anything to you but i mean it, it's yeah it's it's i don't know it's concerning public, it's concerning a little bit sometimes yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah no i yeah, I've I've had similar encounters, so I know what you I know what you're saying for sure, um, and it's frustrating for one thing too. But yeah, but yeah, no, I don't know with the white arrows though. I've never that's never been a a thought. 
for me. Personally. Yeah, it was it was just yeah, it was just a, just a question. So, mm-hmm. so anyway, for, first year down, um, you know, super happy. You go through. Hey, do I post this? Do I not? You end up doing it, <laughs> right? Yeah, you know? and um, you know, you got you got whatever whatever meat you're gonna get off that thing. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I told you. So like mine was so small, right? It's kind of funny. Like I didn't get a ton of meat off of that thing, obviously. Mm-hmm. So then uh, my buddy Paul shot a deer, uh, probably, well, he actually, he shot one a few days before I, I shot mine, but um, he calls me up and he's like, yeah, you know, it's at the processor because he, you know, he takes it to a processor. Mm-hmm. He's like, we're not going to eat all this meat. Do you want any of it? You know what I mean? I'll give it away. I'm like, yeah, well, yeah, sure. If you're not going to, you know, whatever. He's like, oh yeah, well, I'll right. just give you half of it. So he shows up at my door, um, you know, a few days later after he gets it back from the processor. Right. So his half of the deer that he shot is yeah. like the same size as all the meat I got <laughs> off of my full deer so technically i have a full deer in the in the freezer right now but right it's off of one it's and nice. a half deer <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> yeah that's like, oh, about <laughs> right i have like one so that, and a that's half what deer. a freezer is supposed to look like okay right right yeah no i'm in the same boat i have i have one and a half deer also so or well yeah one and a half so yeah, yeah. It's pretty. I don't know. I don't know if I. I think if I would have known how big that deer was, I, <laughs> I, mean, I probably would have passed it. But yeah, it is what it is. But oh it's, well. it's and that thing eats better than man. It's just phenomenal. I don't like. I haven't had a a piece of that deer yet that I haven't been able to cut with. A, like I mean, I could cut it with a spoon. Um. And just, I haven't had any of mine yet, but yeah, I mean, just okay. just, just 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 packaging it up. I'm yeah. like, boy, this sucker's really you can, tender. You can Every tell. Every little oh, cut. Yeah. Yep, yep. Even, yep. I mean, all, all the roasts, all the rump stuff, you know, I mean, they yep. all felt like tenderloins. <laughs> yep, yep. You can tell. You can just feel. Yep. 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 No, that's awesome. That's good stuff. So, um, so your, your second deer. Let's move on to that one. What? Uh, yeah. That came along a little bit later, but. Um, yep, yep. So, yeah, I mean, a couple, a couple more encounters. Um, one encounter with actually a pretty decent buck um right at last light but um other than that yeah i think it was gosh what what december already Hmm. sorry i took a swig um yeah what day was that that would have been november hmm it was in between gun season and muzzleloader so it was before thanksgiving I yeah yep that. it was like the um must have been the is there a saturday before thanksgiving uh no it was the fr- it was a friday i think it was a friday is there i can't remember now it was after gun season but before thanksgiving so because gun season ended on the well, it depends where you are, what zone. Is yeah, it? right. Yeah. Shotgun season. Yeah. You know, down here. Um, God, anyway, so let's say Thanksgiving. Anyway. Time-ish. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit before Thanksgiving. Um, yeah, so same property. Um, actually went to the south edge of that. Uh, it was cold, too, man. It was like the first, one of the first really cold days we had. It was like right after our first good snow that stuck there. I don't yeah. know if you guys had that too down there, but we did. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. So it was like the second day after that or whatever, and um, 
so there's probably three inches of snow or something on the ground, four inches. And uh, it was like 20, 20 degrees or something. And uh, just a wicked, like, 25 mile an hour north wind. Yep. And uh, that one, I got in there kind of late. It was like an hour and a half before dark. And I, uh, when I got home, I checked on Onyx and it was uh, seven, like seven eighths of a mile, basically, almost a full mile back to where I went. But, um, so it took me a while to get back there. But I walked to that, uh, there's that ch- north blo- like block of woods on the north end of that piece, same piece of public. And, um, there's like, uh, some planted pines kind of back in there and uh and then there's there's like a a swamp probably an eighth of an acre size swamp right there like just inside the wood line and i'd actually let me think i think it was the night before um i'd literally gone in there after dark it was like moonlight and with the snow on the ground i could see pretty good but it was like I went in there after work uh, and, I, you know, I got home and ate and everything and went up there. I was like, man, I'm going to scout in here and uh, find what figure out what these deer are doing, you know, now that it snowed. And uh, I actually this went at night. Yeah, it's like yeah. seven o'clock at night. No headlamp or nothing. And I just walked walked around in there, you know, and, and there's snow, you know, fresh snow on the ground. So, um. <coughs> So I uh, actually found out where these deer were moving, and um, they were they were skirting the edge of that swamp, and uh, I don't know if they're bedding in there or what, but but yeah, they're skirting the edge of that swamp, and then going out towards a uh, cut cornfield, which is a ways away, but still, you know, probably an eighth of a mile away or so, and um, yeah, just got set up in there in a in a cherry tree. I was actually only two sticks up. Um, mini sticks too that time. Uh, so I mean, I was like, oh man, seven feet maybe. Yeah. Eight feet. Um, at the most, cause I had them stretched out quite a ways, but, and, uh, yeah, like I said, it was really, really cold. Um, just one of those, I don't know when you're not, seems like when you're not used to it yet, you're not acclimated to it. It feels like 10 times colder. Um, but yeah, I sat there and then, uh, same type of deal, you know, pretty low light. I see a deer at, I don't know, gosh, what he was, 20 yards, um, skirting the edge of that swamp and coming right to me. And I knew it, I knew exactly what he was, you know, he's a little, you know, one and a half year old, whatever buck. Um, but he ended up, uh, you know, I, I knew I was ready to, uh, end my, you know fill my buck tag so um yeah grab grab my bow and he ended up walking i don't know five yards right underneath my stand um oh wow yeah it was a pretty pretty straight down shot um and uh he was about two or three steps from being directly downwind from me and um quarter and two but you know he he was close so i'm not 
he wasn't too much according to where I was like worried about, you know, something bad happening. But yeah. Um, but yeah, actually, uh, he was on a slow walk, kind of a, you know, like he was kind of walking in fast and then he was kind of slowing down when I, um, drew on him and then he, he kept that pace, you know, he was still slow walking and I, he was so close. I didn't even, I don't know. I didn't even aim or, you know, I mean, it's just like, yeah, um, I mean, just, yeah. Quick, quick shot right there. Yeah. Basically. I mean, just quick, quick. Uh, yeah. So I ended up shooting him walking, which is the first career I've ever done that on. And, um, that one, I hit him solid in the shoulder. I mean, like pretty low down on the shoulder blade where it gets thick. And that one, you know, same, same bow, same setup. And that, you know, zipped right to him too. Um, wow. I mean, it's close though. So, but yeah, zipped right through him, uh, stuck in the dirt and he took off. Um, that one, for some reason, you know, I was just saying how these three blades leave crazy blood trails, but that one actually surprisingly did not. That was the first time. And I don't know why I want to, I don't know if you have thoughts on that, but this one, I don't, I I don't mean, have enough experience to give thoughts on that. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I've shot, um, I mean, even when I shot a compound, I shot some fixed three blades, you know, yeah. for a while. And, uh, always great blood trails but <clears throat> and i don't know if this is just one of those you know just the way it worked out this well, I, mean, I, mean, I mean it could be anything it could be hide fat you know I mean, yeah just any i mean anything can plug that up i suppose you know yeah exactly and then i think he i mean he made it 100 and i looked on onyx there's 105 yards or something yeah and there was like if i wouldn't have had snow i don't know that i would have found a speck of blood hardly um it was crazy, but he was running hard though. Um, and I, I mean, he died hard. You could tell he basically, uh, died on the run cause he, there was like skid marks in the snow where he like slid for 10 feet. Um, like slid and tumbled kind of thing. Or just, oh yeah. He, yeah. Yeah. Like he was dead yeah. on his feet kind of yeah, thing. Um, yep. So I don't know if it was, you know, he just died. So even though he went a hundred yards, he covered that hundred yards. Like, fast um like yeah really fast so i don't know if he just died so fast he didn't have time to bleed because i mean if you look at the shot it was like it was just a straight double lung you know it was a little higher up uh and it exited like um kind of mid body yeah height and you know well i mean if it's not if it's not quite bleeding like a lot anyway and he's and he's covering a lot of distance between drops yeah you know, because yep, he's running exactly. so fast i suppose that could happen right i mean yeah yeah that was kind of my thought um i don't know i mean who knows there's you know that every blood trail is different from what i've seen i've double lunged a doe and literally i don't know how because it was a quarter to shot back like a long time ago with a compound um i hit centered one lung and kind of hit the back side of the off lung and she apparently had enough lung left on one lung to yeah. live uh like 27 hours and i found her still breathing the next morning uh and i shot that doe in the morning um that's what they say i mean yeah sing, single lung hits are it's crazy yeah about the worst I mean, you know it was 
it was technically a double lung, but it just barely clipped the off lung. Yeah. Still, she had enough, like, I don't know, like, that lung was still working enough to keep her alive. That was the craziest thing I've ever seen. Um, But, yeah, it's a different story. But, but yeah, I mean, he went, like, 105 yards and tipped over, you know, died on the run. Um, Yeah. And he's just, you know, a spike, basically, but um, nothing special, but. Yeah, who cares? It's a dead spike now, right? Yep, or... exactly right. He's in my freezer. Um, but yeah, that was a really, you know, almost a full mile. That was a long drag out. Thankfully, there was snow though. But it took. So you're minute. so so you're dragging him. Yeah, yeah, I did drag. I drug both of them. Yeah. No oh, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, it was a little rough. Um, definitely a lot of breaks. I realize you, do, how, you doing that with anything, or are you just throwing something, something around its neck and just? <laughs> I just thankfully it had a it had enough of a nub on its one side that I was able to like have a little handle. Oh if he was just, if he didn't have that, if he was just a straight slick spike, it would have been a little tough. But no, I just because yeah, so it's weird. So this is probably bad, but uh, a lot of times I'll take my um, lineman's belt or lineman's mm-hmm. rope on my safety harness and use that but this is really bad but lately um when i've been using two sticks for most of the fall and you know i'm not hunting much over eight feet blaine honestly haven't been (laughs) wearing my safety harness not all the time yeah i know it's bad um most of the time i do but there's been a few times where i haven't just because i just didn't feel like it i know it's bad first first year i've ever done that ever and it's gonna get out of that habit dude it's gonna bite you i know eventually it will but i know so i didn't have that with um but so so you had to drag it by the nub basically (laughs) yeah yeah like there was no other see that's your punishment for not having a license (laughs) (laughs) exactly (laughs) right that's that's like a uh, a warning warning or something yep, i don't know yep. what that's, but that's like the, the, the hunting god saying well here's your here's your punishment for that yep exactly <clears throat> right but yeah no it's been a good season though so far still got like you know one one bonus tag left so yeah but the, the, the good the good thing with uh that little tiny one i shot since yeah. it was basically a button buck um yep. It still counts as antlerless, right? Exactly. My, so I use my was. antlerless tag. I use yep. my antlerless tag on that thing. So mine was when I go too. Wednesday, yeah. If I go Wednesday here, and if a buck steps, I can still shoot that. Buck. Exactly right. Yeah, that's. I was like, because actually, what, funny when I shot that deer, um, I almost. And this is bad because I didn't like verify what it was, but it doesn't matter. Like, I had a buck and a doe tag, so it didn't matter one bit. Yeah. But um, I, I for a second I thought it was a small buck, but it was actually <laughs> a, a little branch by its <laughs> head that was uh, I you know I almost thought it was a small buck. I wasn't quite sure what it was, but I literally I was in such like I literally did not care what it was. Yeah. Um, it was in my kill zone. I was in my like kill mode. Like it was dead. Um. Like, it was not, unless something drastically went wrong, like, it was dead. Like, it was not getting out of there alive. Um, but, yeah. yeah you, know, it, you know how they go through that, um, 
they say, you know, all those, it's, it's kind of, you've heard this a thousand times now, right? And kind of hunters go through this whole, like, um, uh, a journey, you know what I mean? Of like, mm-hmm. okay, at first they just want to kill something yep. and then they want to kill like a bunch of stuff. And then they want to yep. kill like one particular deer. And then after that, you know, they don't even care. They just want to like mentor and stuff. Right. Yep. You know, like yep. uh, unashamedly, unapologetically, I am still in the stage where I want to kill everything. Okay. Oh. And yeah. that is, that is not to say I, you know, any kind of um, disrespect to the animal. I'm not saying, you know, yeah, just, just no. shoot, shoot willy nilly. I don't care, you know, that kind of thing. But yep. I am still in the phase where I like shooting and eating animals. You know yep. what I mean? Exactly. And I don't have like 50 deer under my belt. You know what I mean? <laughs> so right. until I get to that point, I am, I'm just, you know, brown, it's down. I don't care. Um, I, I get just as excited uh, when, when, dude, I get just as excited when a squirrel steps up. My heart state, you know, oh, yeah. my heart, my heart starts to, to to pump and stuff. I'm like, ooh, quarry, you know, like here's the prey. I need to, yeah, no shit, you know, like <laughs> yeah. I, I'm the guy that will like hunt out of a tree stand. I mean, I took my tree stand in one uh, spot to because I had hung it there. I don't know, like the week before or whatever. Yeah, it turned out to be like squirrel mecca, and I didn't yep. go squirrel hunting then. I went. A week later, I'm like, I'm going specifically to go squirrel hunting, and I was in my tree stand. <laughs> no, actually, no. I took my I took my saddle to do like a back to back comparison of whether okay. I could uh, shoot the angles that I would have been able to shoot in my tree yep. stand versus uh, the saddle. And the tree stand yep. won by far. That's a whole other argument, but oh man, um, yeah. So anyway, I just I'm 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 still in that stage. Like, dude, yeah. I just I just want like meat on the ground, you know? Yep. <clears throat> Yep, exactly. No, I'm the same way. And I think, you know, I've always kind of been that way. Um, Cause I mean, it doesn't, I mean, Minnesota has very good deer hunting. Um, I feel like public land kind of gets tough, uh, especially the further South you go, because there's so many people. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, literally this is a totally different discussion too, but we could get into it. Um, I think it's easier up north with less a lower deer population to kill a deer on public land than it is down here with a higher deer population, but more uh, hunters. It's funny that you say down here because down here to yeah. you is still like you're still like two hours north of me or an hour and right. a half like north of me. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. So that's true. Um, it gets I, I worse say, as you go south. Yeah, but but this year though. Yeah. Um, like noticeably, uh, mm-hmm. less people than there was last year. Last year sucked. Oh, really? Um, even midweek, cause, I, cause I was, that's what I was like relegated to, right? You know, like, yeah. like 10, 10 to two middays basically last year. Mm-hmm. Um, this year has been a little bit better, but I'm still be able to get out middays, um, every now and then. And I, mm-hmm. you know, and even when I don't, I don't see um like i'll pull into the parking lots in some of these places and it'll be like a boat you know it'll be like by a river you know yeah. uh, maybe like a boat ramp or so most of the cars there are dudes getting into their boats and they're not going hunting they're going you know uh like like waterfowl or they're going yeah. fishing or something like that um this year it was a noticeable drop off in uh just crowding you know uh other hunter uh uh, encounters or whatever compared to last mm-hmm. year which was good to see i knew it was going to i knew it was going to dwindle back down when everybody started going to work after covid you know instead of right you know quote unquote working from home on zoom you know so <laughs> right 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 <clears throat> um yeah on that i'm still getting you know so i lived 
so I work I worked for my brother. I lived with him for like almost a year. Um and then, you know, worked with him every day and stuff. So and then so I've been down in this area like this is like two years now, basically. Um I am still getting used to the I mean, I don't know what so, so I don't have anything to base it off from really too much uh from previous years because my experience is somewhat limited but i'm still getting used to the amount of hunters down here so i don't know if they're there still seem to me at least where i'm at um there still seem to be an insane amount of hunters but i don't know if that was you know if that's less than normal or more than normal or what yeah Um, compared to a couple past couple years yeah yeah but so like where you're hunting i i'm not familiar with that area it like I'm assuming the the public land must be pretty limited. Pretty what? Limited. Like there's not as No, actually there like okay. within well so where where I'm at, um mm-hmm. it's a lot of these places are kind of part of the same kind of long river bottom system, right? River system. Mm-hmm. Um but I literally have like if I leave my doorstep, I can be uh again, there's there's certain like units, but they can get to like different parking lots of those units. Yeah. But it, yep. they're, they're big units. Right. But like, let's say I can go to like one, two, three, four, five, six, uh, seven, eight, eight different, u- nine, nine different units within less than 20 minute drive. Okay? Oh man. Oh yeah. That's more yeah than, absolutely. Absolutely. More than where I'm at. And if I do a half an hour drive, I'm, you know, or 35 minute, maybe at the mm-hmm. well, not even that much. It opens up another, like, you know, three or four or five units for me. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's, okay, uh, it's, it's, it's the Minnesota river Valley kind of, uh, WMAs gonna... and, uh, okay. yep. Yeah. So, yep. And, and they're all, I mean, there, there's none of these are secret, you know, so it's like mm-hmm. anybody listening, you know, it's, it, it'll right. be like the like the Louisville Swamp, you know, area. It'll yep. be, um, uh, you know, the one. Uh, there's, you know, there's anyway. There's there's there, there's a bunch. There's a bunch mm-hmm. of different units. Um, yep. there and you can and some of them like I mean, if you walk long enough, there's like walking trails, hiking trails, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like you know, one will connect miles and miles and miles up up with you know the next unit up kind of thing. So okay, you could okay. literally yeah. Now it gets a little I don't say checkerboarded, but um there there are kind of like weird kind of property lines here and there so you got to make sure you're on the right you know right right mm-hmm. place for those but there's there's a ton ton of uh, public land here okay yeah that's i i'm not you know i i kind of stick with like looking at onyx on you know at areas close to me so like i'm not super familiar with that area but yeah so like for me um like sherburn is 30 minutes from me if that 25 minutes so like i've hunted there a little bit and that place is stupid crowded um really it doesn't matter what day of the week it is there'll be five six seven cars in a parking lot um no kidding oh my gosh it's insane um and you know i mean that's a huge area you can get away from people in there um and norm- normally I'm pretty secretive about my spots, but that, I mean, obviously everybody, um, yeah. everybody knows where that is. Um, it's like when but, you talk about like hunting in Florida, right? I mean, yeah, um, you've got a so few WMAs that like everybody knows and it's like, okay, you can, you can say green swamp, you know, like yeah, everybody exactly. in there, <laughs> everybody knows it. Yeah. Everybody Even, knows goes there. Yeah. 
even people out of state or whatever, yes. it doesn't matter. Yep. But yeah, yeah. Or like even, you know, up north where I'm from, like there's so much of it. It's like unless you're naming specific like counting your township roads, like it's mm-hmm. all public up there. So it's like, yeah. you know, but I still like I keep my specific honey holes like certain yeah, sure. spots pretty secret. But but yeah, but um, yeah, I don't know. I still noticed up here um, and I think where I'm at, it's kind of an. Uh, it's far enough north where it's like up north to people from from like Minneapolis and stuff. Like me, yep. Yeah, yeah like you. <laughs> yep. No, it's, sure. You know, it's it's we're going up north, so um, you know, you're so talking about these gonna... places. I'm like, oh man, that's uh, you know, that's that's like a fuel stop, and uh, you know, you got you got to stop at least you know for like a gas station pizza on the way up. I mean, that's, you know, <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 So, you know, I mean, you, you know, you have that kind of a, a thing going on. Um, so I think that probably uh, adds to the amount of, you know, the reason why there's so many people up here. Yeah. Like, um, yeah. So do you want to get into into that maybe? Into what? Into uh, uh, overcrowding. Yeah, I mean, if you got if you got more thoughts on it, I mean, honestly, like my, you know, my my thoughts on it were this year, you know, is is like, oh wow, it's it's noticeably less, but yeah, yeah, we we can certainly talk about if you want to talk about maybe um how to get away from you know some tactics maybe to to get away from uh you know where when that occurs you know yep yep so there's two there's two different ways we could go about overcrowding or. Um, you could go the the nice way of uh, how to hunt overcrowded, or you mm-hmm. could go into the uh, um, the the are there too many hunters, or are there not enough? You know, maybe a little more political. Let's not way. go to that one. Let's not go that one. <laughs> let's not no, do that one. Okay, let's go into tactics. I I think we. Uh, I mean, if you really want, we can we can start discussing. Uh, you know. Um, BHA and things. <laughs> exactly. Nope. I'll just the hunting mad, public so. and how they the hunting public and how they've screwed up good spots. No. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> no. I like those guys. I like watching those guys. You know. And Me I, too. And, you know, and I could, I, I could, I could see everything both ways. But uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, no, but I mean, so let, let's take it from the other side then. Um, yeah. So you go. And you come up to one of these places where you're talking about, and you're like, man, there is a ton of trucks here, but I really want to go hunt. Um, there's there's places I've scouted. Uh, it's you know either X many miles deep or X many hundreds of yards deep, right? Mm-hmm. You know, but I really want to go here. Um, I'm gonna risk maybe hoping that someone else hasn't discovered them yet. And mm-hmm. so then, what what's your next step? What do you do? All right, so there's two um, two approaches I take. You know, and I've I've only hunted, and this isn't like a bragging thing or anything like that. It's if I could hunt private land, <laughs> if I had permission to hunt private land, I would not be hunting public. I'll tell you that right now. No yeah. shame in that. Um, I'm not one of the, you know, hashtag public land mm-hmm. chest thumpers. Um, but no, so I've I've only hunted public land. Um, there's there's two ways you can approach that. You can go f- way far in. Um, and this is in my opinion. You can you can take the I'm going as far away from people as I possibly can, you know, approach. Or yep. 
you can take the I'm going to take like hunt the spots where nobody else wants to hunt the obscure spots the close to the parking lot spots um I've had both work um and to put this into perspective I have not shot a ton of deer I've shot I was just counting up the other day um I think I've shot 19 or 20 deer um a couple with a gun a few with a compound and you know six or seven with a stick bow um but so you can you can approach that from those two different ways um you know you can anymore I think it's really hard to find a spot that is that nobody else has found um unless you get in especially down kind of where we're at um like I mean yeah you get those spots that are um maybe like like you say like along the river bottom where it's all connected it's you know just a big long stretch like that's pretty common I feel like around here yeah is you'll get those spots where it's like along a, a major river system uh mm-hmm. where it's just like public the whole way like for miles and miles along the whole river system um but you know for the most part though these spots are man what would you say like 300 acres max yeah somewhere they're, they're, in there. they're, they're not too huge yeah yeah you know i mean you can walk across them in like 20 minutes you know if you, uh, so, if you just walk yeah, straight some of the places here are, are, are bigger than that but um yeah yeah and, and d- 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 depends you know how easy your access your walking yep. is too yeah yeah and it you know i'm saying like just not looking around not paying attention like just straight up if you just took off walking yeah um yeah and you're, you and you're know, not crazy 20, 30 if you're if you're not crazy bushwhacking and stuff yeah like, you know yep. like 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 nipple deep in swamps like uh mm-hmm. you know uh what's his name in dan and fault or something you dan know, that's, and fault. That's, yep. yeah Yep, yep, yeah, so, you know, just straight, easy walking, whatever. You can pretty much walk through, you know, these spots. So, I mean, you know, coming from up north, uh, that, like, there are spots where you would literally, like, (laughs) um, there's ones, like, close to my house where I grew up, there's an area just north of there that is literally, there is, like, literally nothing between there and Canada, like it's like 90 miles of bog. Like you could literally die up there. Um, it's like, it's like uncharted wilderness on a plat map, you know? Um, that's a little different, but you know, the stuff down here, um, so like up North, you know, I mean, you literally could get away from people. You literally can go a half a mile and not see another soul, you know? Um, and it's probably a spot that nobody else has ever seen hardly, you know, um, or at least another hunter. Um, so I don't know, like anymore, I don't know that you can there, you know, the likelihood of, of finding a spot that nobody's, nobody else is hunting is like, um, highly unlikely for the most part. But so I have gone to more the way of hunting obscure spots. Um, I'm talking like, and and this, especially this year, uh, hunting two sticks up and it kind of started last year 
so obscure spots. Like, I'm talking... <laughs> I'm talking, like, spots where you feel silly to be, like, hunting there. Um, like, there are a couple spots where I've hunted where it was literally, like, a stand of 20, you know, like, aspen trees out in the middle of this... <laughs> prairie grass where there's like only pheasant hunters you know <laughs> like yeah yeah there's nothing like else but not, yeah you're, you're kind of out in the uh, out in the wide open yeah. there yeah exactly you know but you have a little a little clump of like 20 aspen trees or you know whatever or one lone like cottonwood or something out there yeah and hunting those spots like um but are you choosing them because because it's because it is so obscure that no one else would hunt it or are you actually finding like hot sign that kind of confirms like okay both. i've got two things going for me both yeah definitely okay. both um no i'm just not i you know so i'm i'm scout you know scouting during season a lot that's been like my one of my biggest um you know ways i've been successful is just as i'm like especially like after a morning sit I'm scouting on the walkout. Like I will walk out yeah. of my way to scout a spot that I haven't been, you know, like walked into. If if it's like, you know, a hundred yards away and oh, there's a spot that I know is kind of a funnel situation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll go walk over through there and check it out. Yep, you know? Same. Yep. Yep. So constantly, constantly scouting. That is my number one thing. Um, but yeah, so, so if there's, you know, um, if there's an obscure spot where there are, deer beds, buck, you know, rubs, scrapes, um, droppings, whatever, any kind of sign, because, you know, these deer are kind of getting, they're getting smarter and smarter and they'll, they'll go where there's, you know, pheasant, there's different kinds of pressure too. Um, I think these deer know when they're being hunted and when they're, um, you know, when there's non-threatening pressure, you know, I think they know the difference just like people, you know, people do like we can be quote unquote disturbed, you know, out of our routine or whatever, but like, I don't know how to explain that, you know, but, um, they, they know a hiker from a, yeah. a hunter, they know a yeah. jogger from a, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or, or even a pheasant hunter from, you know like i mean i mean you know what i'm saying yeah same same thing you know um if if there's you know because like say a pheasant hunter you know they're not trying to be quiet um i honestly think um trying to be stealthy is almost more of a um a red flag for deer than than you know being like net you know walking naturally or you know instead of I, that stop start kind of still hunting yeah you're yeah. in predator you're in predator mode and they, they recognize predator behavior i think exactly yeah yeah yep. trying to be all sneaky i don't know i've never really tried it um you know maybe if i have if you know if 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 i get to a point where i have like more deer encounters in my life maybe i'm like mm-hmm. okay i can i can burn up this uh i'm afraid to try it you know what i mean and doing yeah. that uh what they call like the lost wallet method you know where you're kind of walking <laughs> yep. around and just not looking at them but you kind of side-eyeing looking at them but you're walking around like looking at the ground but you're you're getting you're meandering closer and closer but it looks like you're paying attention to the ground just like yep. any other uh any of those animals would do where they're just kind of feeding looking up feeding looking up kind of thing yep. and they're like oh they're acting like me you know yep see yeah see that's what that's what i that's actually what i kind of try and do um 
it's it's still not to like an extreme level but like i'm still um you know like i've i've walked past bedded deer mm-hmm. and you know like they know you're there and you know i, I kind of like find a happy medium with that if i'm like uh i do i i find a happy medium with that you know if there if i know there's deer there or not um just still kind of you know nonchalant but yet um be aware of what where you're at you know that kind of thing yep. um so kind of like a happy medium um but yeah man um as far as like obscure spots that's you know there have been time you know spots specifically where they are like i've shot deer within sight of my truck before um within yeah. sight of the parking lot multiple times um yeah uh though but yeah those those uh really obscure spots like um say it's like there's one that comes to mind um pretty close to my house it's it's it 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 doesn't look like much uh it's only like five acres and it's kind of just kind of willow brush and just kind of crappy you know it just looks like not a real like there shouldn't be deer in there you know just like a kind of a little crap little spot not a lot of trees um just a few scraggly like popple trees in there and um i've shot two wait i shot one deer out of there the first year no maybe not the first year the first year i hunted in there i think um but yeah uh just spots like that, just those kind of, I don't know, just kind of spots that other people probably just walk right look, by. Yeah, like look at and yeah. you're like, yeah, they're probably I've, not. I've, I've, I've kind of thought about, you know, because again, like Infault's talked about that, you know, yeah. the last couple of years. He's like, you know, everyone thinks I'm just guy that just goes in deep, 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 you know, but he's like, mm-hmm. you know, I shoot a lot of these things, you know, within like, like we just talked about, right? Yep. Um, obscure spots, you know, by the by the road ditches, you know, near culverts, mm-hmm. near yep. the side of the yep. parking lot kind of thing. Um, the places I go, um, I have not had any deer encounters close to the parking lot. And, you know, if, if it's like really thick kind of pl- uh, as far as mm-hmm. like kind of like, you know, like red brush or kind of, you know, like those swamp grass or whatever kind of thing. Um, mm-hmm. Or the immediate area near the parking lot is um it's pretty wide open so if they're there they're there at night you know what i mean yeah um i'm having more encounters you know coming out of you know coming out of bedding and i'm and i'm getting like really really close to bedding um Mm -hmm. you know within i'm gonna say well i mean in 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 one last year i mean I, i literally set up where I knew a bed was, I didn't know if anything was going to be in it. Um, I set up like, like under 60 yards of that thing. And two hours later I was watching the thing and the buck stood up out of there. I'm like, you know, again, hmm. like, yes, when, and you know, like <laughs> oh, and, and he, he, he didn't come quite close enough. He stopped at about 30. Um, mm-hmm. and then he, and then he, uh, he was gone. But anyway, so I, I'm, I'm still trying to do get close to those, but some of those areas guys won't go into, like I can see other people's boot prints sometimes, and mm-hmm. they're still, it seems like, trying to set up on some, like, openings to clearings and things like that. And I'm trying to get into, 
areas where they're still like on trails through like you know head high like marsh not marsh but um yeah well i mean just tall grasses and you know tangled mm-hmm. up uh, tiny like uh, uh twigs basically you know yep. um I, I i'm terrible with like the names of like little like scrub scrub trees and things like that mm-hmm. but i mean when it looks like you're walking yep. through a um uh, a hairbrush kind of thing yeah and there will be the string yep. you know if you know what to look for and sure enough you stumble like oh there is the trail right yeah and it's fresh and it's this and then in you know the trees and stuff that you find along that route like you really can't set up on the ground because you're literally like in sticks right yep um and it's it's like the width of like a deer or width of like half of you or something like that mm-hmm. um any trees that are kind of overlooking those um those are the ones that i'm kind of trying to set up in uh to get before they get to any kind of clearing um yep. you know so yep. it, it's still areas that other people won't go but it, it's not it doesn't quite fall into the criteria of like oh that's an odd spot you know like right. totally out of the box odd spot you know yep yep well here's one thing um if you are in a spot where there's okay so say you're in like one of those marsh areas um or it could be prairie grass if there is one lone tree um that's like a pretty substantial size say it's in a marsh um with you know just like willows or like scrub trees whatever um regrowth whatever i will bet you 500 bucks there's a deer trail underneath that tree guarantee it every time why why do you think so i i've seen it too many times um it for some reason animals are especially deer are attracted they they will come to those big trees i don't know why um but i have seen it time and time and time again that's yeah that i've killed i think three deer out of trees where they've been like literally there's a trail like right underneath me um and i shot them right as they winded me um you know like because they smelled my <laughs> like i mean like they like literally smelled my scent that was mm-hmm. drifting down you know right from my platform um yep. that is one little tip that you know one little something to look for if you can find a lone like big old tree um that's out in the middle of some open stuff or not even so much like real open but like uh you know like say it's like in a marsh where that marsh grass is tall enough you know where it's making cover there's still got to be cover i mean it can't be like you know grazed totally wide open yeah pasture yeah but you know what i'm saying so the the edges of some of these marshes and bowls and mm-hmm. stuff like that that I'm trying to set up in today, I was kind of in that same dilemma today. So I, I came across where the, I bumped these deer, mm-hmm. um, and it is uh, it, it so it's the, the the oaks like it's okay. The problem is like some of these places get flooded out a lot, yeah. Um, depending on how much rains we've had, how much snow we've had, runoff, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So some of the areas that I you know have like pins in will you know sometimes be like underwater okay this year they weren't but um they very well could be like completely submerged so those trees are not really super healthy there's a lot of dead um dead trees if they're not dead they're not in very solid soil right Mm -hmm. 
Um, one of the ones I was set up in was, you know, a decent sized tree. It was like maybe just bigger than my thigh, I guess, you know, um, mm-hmm. not really super, uh, maybe twice the size of my thigh, whatever. And I'm up there on a totally calm day and the tree is swaying. If I move, the whole tree <laughs> is swaying. I'm like, oh my goodness. But, you know, just yeah. like um, the, the, the root system on this thing is not very strong. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think the tree is very healthy too. I don't know whether the tree itself was bending more, you know, if it could have been more dense, if it was healthier or whatever. Right. So some of these ones that I do want to set up in, like, man, that'd be perfect in there. And I get to it and that and the next surrounding like 30, 40 yards, there's not, I mean, there's trees, but there's no way in hell I'm going to climb any of them, mm-hmm. you know, because I don't know what's going to snap in half and, you know, <laughs> yep. it's, uh, it's, it's, it's like, well, shit, where do I set up now? So then you right. got to set up like at the closest tree that you do feel confident. I found one tree today in this, mm-hmm. in this maybe like 30 yard circle that I wanted to be in. Um, mm-hmm. maybe even 40 yard circle. I found one tree, yep. you know, and I even marked it on my on X today. Um, it says skinny tree surrounded by dead, bigger trees. That's, that's the <laughs> name of the title of it, you know, um, yep. just so I know what to look for when I go in there next time. Yeah. So it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's tough, dude. I mean, it's different it than, you know, sitting on the edge of a food plot, you know, and if, and you know, again, I probably would if I could, you know what I mean? Yeah. But sitting oh, on the yeah. edge of a food plot and, you know, waiting for them to come down this one trail and, or, you know, step out into the, you know, uh, the field every night at, you know, such and such time, you know, it's like dinner bell time. Yep. Okay. That's great. But, um, trying to do what I'm trying to do and what you're trying to do is, uh, I don't know. I think it's, it's a little bit harder. It is. It's definitely, it's really tough. Um, yeah. So, so I have a question here. Um, those trees that were, you know, maybe not really sound or solid. Um, what was the cover situation like around those trees? Low, like what was the undergrowth like? The undergrowth is um, anywhere from, you know, like neat ball. Okay. First of all, there's a lot of like deadfall in this area mm-hmm. too, right? A lot of tangled deadfall. A lot of these trees fall. Yep. Um, and, uh, there's some fresh trees that have fallen since the last time I've kind of gone through this area. So they yep. fall frequently. Uh, it could be anything from, you know, like, like I said, ch- uh, shoulder high, head high, kind of red brush, um, you know, willows, that kind of stuff to kind of knee high grasses and things like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. High spots, low spots, depressions, whatever. But I think the overall soil situation there is so boggy and swampy Mm -hmm. you know most of well uh, you know for um a long duration of of time you know what i mean like for over over the years it's just not good soil um so whatever grows there they grow they grow tall but then after a while like it doesn't take much to blow them over because they're not very solid Mm -hmm. yeah you know yeah yeah trying to set up on the ground like i said ends up being like you know you'd have to i mean I, i don't i don't know how you could you could clear away enough stuff uh, to sit and actually have a shooting lane and be able to hold a bow and draw okay. and shoot a bow without hitting. I mean, cause it's just literally, like I said, looking through matchsticks. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, that that was kind of what I was leading up to was um, cover. Could you set up like in one of those trees that maybe is not healthy or whatever, but to like, it's like a double-edged sword, you know, you're not, risking your life as much and you're um 
I guess, utilizing maybe some lower cover. Could you set up like four feet off the ground or something or three feet off the ground and, and be able to oh. make work? Like, I'm, yeah. I'm thinking like uh, the Wenzel's. No, they need to be. Uh, used to do that. No, you'd be, you'd be, you'd be like about the worst height you could possibly be okay. at that point. Yeah. 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 Okay. Because I know there's been some situations where I've walked past a tree and like, huh, dang. You know, they're like in a in like a there's a lot of juniper trees where I'm at. Like mm-hmm. dang, you know, it's like it's like only an eight foot or ten foot tall tree. Yeah, they're tiny like, trees. Yep. yep. Yeah. I know, you know exactly what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. No, this would be, there wouldn't be enough stuff growing up from okay. the you know from from the base to to give you cover. Yeah. And you'd be literally at eye level, and then it'd yep. be a, more ways up to go. And at this time yep. of year, of course, everything I'm, I'm trying to find trees that are backed up to other trees. Yep, to have some exactly. sort of back cover because you have no you have no leaf cover anyway you know yep, so exactly. it's even tougher to get you know any kind of back cover uh you're going to get um mm-hmm. is going to be with an adjacent tree in in a cluster of trees yep yep exactly you know? um yeah that's one thing I'll, I'll touch on for a second is uh late season here um kind of what trees to set up and kind of going off that same thing is like you say is is multi-trunk trees that's that's going to be your best bet and um i don't think it matters what height you're at if you have you know a tree that um gives you enough cover if it's like a triple trunked you know whatever tree and you can only set up six feet off the ground because of the way you know each trunk grows out and you can't get a, a stand in there you know whatever um that's that's going to be your best bet late season in my opinion you know rather than that or on the ground to go, you know just just find a yep. better place on the ground yep rather um, than trying to go high i think well that and like rather than trying to not even that but like trying to like i mean you know we in anybody that hunts in really cold conditions like the colder mm-hmm. it gets man the less i trust myself like to not freeze mm-hmm. up there you lose you lose fine motor skills um you know we're we're we're, we're stretching our, our our climbing abilities you know we're and then it gets into the dark, you know, when you're trying to come down mm-hmm. and you're kind of frozen. Um, just more chance for like, uh, I don't know. It's just to me, maybe it's a lazier way, but I think it, it's way safer too. Like this time of year, yeah. I don't really like climbing trees. It's icier, you know what I mean? Yep. Um, yep. <laughs> no, you know, I agree. It's uh, I, and and you know, it seems like this time of year there's more deadfall or at least you see more deadfall that you can mm-hmm. kind of tuck up against and shoot through because when there's um, early season the deadfall is still there but the leaves are still on the, all the deadfall and there's there's mm-hmm. less lanes that you can shoot through you know on the ground but today i was walking through i'm like well i could set up in here i could set up of course i forgot my my tripod stool so i was like kind of yeah. like leaning or uh kneeling on my uh, backpack right so i wouldn't freeze my uh my knees or whatever but yeah um I, I was like, well, you know, there's all this deadfall and you can snap those twigs like, you know, even like healthy trees or whatever. They snap oh, yeah. like 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 matchsticks. Right. Yeah. So um, it's it's easier to kind of get behind deadfall and have a uh, multiple shooting lanes with that you know, and actually being able to see along a long distance. Yeah. You know, and, yeah, and exactly. Without all, without all those the, those pesky leaves aren't in the way, you know. Right. So you exactly. just kind of adapt, I guess. Yep. Yep. Right. Yeah, no, late season is tough. Um, yeah, you get that lack of cover and everything else, but and really, really twitchy deer. It gets really tough, but but yeah, no, it's it's fun. I love hunting late season. Um, it's 
I don't know why. It's like uh, I've only shot a handful of deer in late in, in, in like December, like now. But um, it seems like getting it done in December is like way more of an I don't know. To me, it's like a way more of an accomplishment because those deer are so twitchy in yeah. December. It's insane. They are so you know wired up, but. But, yeah, yeah I, I think uh, it's, it's also less people, you know, yeah, like, oh, like yeah. you're talking about, you know, there's 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 less people. There's only the diehards out there. And um, yeah, it's uh, it's just it's just it's just fun. And I think, you know, for me, too, like I said, because I'm not sitting there stationary so much in late season, I'm moving mm-hmm. around more. I'm just having more fun because I like moving around. I like exploring. I like, you know, I yeah. get I get more. I mean, I got a ton of scouting done today. Yeah. Um I, I found like a couple really, really key spots that I didn't know existed. Like, oh, okay. I don't think I'm going to be, um, I don't know if I'm going to be able to get back out with a bow this year, but it's mm-hmm. one more pin in my, you know, on X for next year. You know, I'll just, yep. keep, I'll just keep working on that puzzle. It's going to take me yep. <laughs> year, yep, exactly. years to, to get, you know, to get on. But um, yep. I think you just, you just find more, you move more, you learn more um, for me anyway. So mm-hmm. no, I agree. Totally. Yep, for sure. Yeah, and like that's in-season scouting is so important for me because not only am I scouting for this year and setting up on fresh sign, I'm putting that away whether it's on Onyx or just in my brain, um, you know, putting that into my, you know, whatever into my logbook there, you know, and it's it's information for next year too, or you know. It's like you say, it's all a piece of the puzzle. So yeah, for sure. It's super important. Yeah. Like there's been, there's been a couple spots this year that I've found just in the past week or two that I'm like, Oh, I never even knew that existed, you know? And, uh, yeah, you know, like, like found really crazy sign and it's like, Oh, you know, like rut sign. And it's like, well, the rut is kind of over now. I mean, there's a, and you know, my buck tick is filled anyway. Um, but for next year, it's like, yeah, wow, that's that's important information. That yeah, for sure. I mean, like even today, uh, I, I stumbled on a bunch of, uh, you know, rubs from this year, you know, yep. and, you know, you still get just excited. I'm like, oh, cool, a rub, you know, I was like, well, shit, he mm-hmm. probably hasn't rubbed this tree in like the last month, you know, yeah. but um, still it's like, OK, he travels through here and um, he's probably bedded near here. And this is the, the route that he takes. And here's you know here's yep. here's the, here's the does that he checks out and you know you you do that 3d mental picture like oh i'm seeing what's going on here yep, you know exactly yep. so yeah good stuff yeah, I, I like i like that a lot yeah like that a lot yeah well dude we're uh shit we're like an hour and 40 something minutes here <laughs> anything else you want to touch on before we go i get i got i gotta move uh, i gotta move the uh the elf on the shelf i gotta do that uh, tonight before <laughs> before bed I yep. gotta think of something clever, of course. It's, it's the one part of <laughs> right. December I absolutely hate doing, but I'm right. the, I'm the least creative guy on the planet with anything, you know. So yep. uh, yeah, same here. Yeah, it's you gotta do it though. Source source of anxiety trying to figure out what to do with that damn thing. Right, but exactly. What you want to touch on? Ah, uh, no, man. Yeah, no. I think we covered a lot of stuff. There's some. I think there's some good little nuggets of information, especially the um, how to hunt pressured public land. There, a couple little nuggets there that people might 
find interesting. So yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. So when you when you get out next, are you still? Uh, I mean, do you have like a certain days that you go, or just kind of whenever you can, or it's kind of whatever I can. Um, most weekends are kind of open. Uh, I've been working a lot of weekends lately, though. Even normally try not to work Sundays, but even even Sundays lately. So um, yeah, mostly just every weekend here coming out, but uh, um. You know, once in a while I'll get a, a morning and evening sit too, but um, but yeah, no, I'll get out. You know, probably not as much here in the next. You know, from here to the end of the season, I probably won't get out too too much more, just because yeah. work work for some reason is kind of ramping up right now. We picked up a couple new uh, builders that we're we're doing work for, so um, we're gonna we're gonna have a busy winter. So, well, that's good. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So you see that slows down you know this time of year. yeah yeah for sure yeah awesome awesome all right brother so uh i guess uh if anybody wants to follow you what uh where can they find you yeah just uh hit me up on instagram that's kind of where i'm most active most of my facebook stuff is just family stuff and whatever but um but yeah instagram i think it's just blaine underscore swanson so yeah and Good. then facebook if you want to send me a friend request Blaine Swanson on there so yeah there you go just just a bunch of hunting stuff and probably some dumb goofy crap I don't know I have a kind of a dumb sense of humor so there might be some of that but (laughs) it's all good it's all good yeah all right man uh hold on here while uh let's send everybody off here so uh you know thanks for coming on um yeah by the way and uh yep. go check out blaine uh it is what's today today's like the fifth right um, i think so it, tomorrow is uh, tomorrow's pearl harbor uh it is day, i guess harbor. so yeah so yeah. you know thinking about that kind of thing and um yep. let's see what else like i said i'm i'm heading out wednesday so wish me luck um mm-hmm. and uh let's see yeah if you guys are still out there you know struggling late season you know hopefully you know some of these tactics might help you know um some things to think about you know the struggle is real but uh you know like 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 you said blaine i think if you get something done in december especially with a bow it's uh you know it's 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 probably going to feel feel a whole lot better you know than yep. just just some random you know you know dumb horny deer you know trotting under your tree stand <laughs> on november 8th you know what i mean exactly. so yep. yeah so all right uh if you guys like this episode please like share and subscribe super important uh youtube i haven't put out a video on youtube in like a month i have like no time to do any of this stuff i'm lucky we got this podcast in but it'll pick back up again over here so um yeah after that uh i guess just you know finish out the season everybody good luck and uh, thanks for listening all right